welcome to this Impossible Life podcast. I'm your host, Lisbeth Koning. In this podcast, I give my musings on mindset strategies to harness the power of I am to create possibilities. Hi, friends. This week, I want to talk to you about my newly discovered superpower. I was listening to a Rachel Hollis podcast episode and she was talking about how being able to see the positive in every situation is a superpower. And that makes me really happy because (laughs) that is definitely a skill that I have. And sometimes we can be shamed for that. Um, Rachel Hollis was talking about how she'll often be called a Pollyanna and and not in a nice way. Um, but, um, she was interviewing Greg McOwen and he was talking about how actually that is a superpower because you can control your perspective and really what, what does it serve you to see the negative and everything? It doesn't. At least I don't think so. And people who can take any negative and spin it into the positive can't, you can't lose at anything. (laughs) You you win, (laughs) right? Because even the worst situation, you find good in it. And so it can't take you down. I very much enjoyed that podcast and it made me want to talk about that more and bring it to you. So one of the tips that she gave is to ask yourself, in a situation um, that is seeming terrible and upsetting you or frustrating you or anything like that and asking, is this real? Maybe you're in an argument. I know for me, I often try to take a step back and think, okay, is something in my past affecting how I'm seeing this? Is there something in this that's triggering a piece of me that I've been working on? Um, And really trying to dig under it and just ask questions. Do what Brené Brown calls um, questioning the story. Like, what could another story be? What other way could I look at this? And when you take that moment, in whatever way it works for you, whether the way Rachel Hollis does it, Brené Brown does it, or someone else, or your own unique way, when you take that moment to think about it, that is when the shift in perspective can happen. Because when we stay in it, totally in it, not questioning, then we're not going to see what else is out there and what other reality there could be. Because really, every reality, all of our realities are our stories, the stories that we tell ourselves, the stories that come from years and years of conditioning, from years and years of experience. But I know for myself, I have changed in many ways. And I appreciate it when my friends and my family leave space for that change, that growth, instead of holding me to who I was. Because I feel like if we're not growing, then what what are we doing in this life? So I need the people who love me most to leave room for me to grow and to learn and to mess up and try. I would say that this year in particular has been one that has allowed me to practice this superpower a lot. (laughs) It's very easy to jump into the bandwagon of 2020. What a terrible year. And I'm not arguing that it hasn't been hard and that it seems like a lot of bad things have been happening. But 
what I recognized early on is that there's nothing I can do personally to affect change, do anything about this pandemic. It's here and it's going to be here for a while. Um, and it's going to affect my job and things are going to change and they're going to keep changing and there's nothing I can do about it. So I had to focus on what I could do. And so I was looking for, well, what is great about this? So very early on, I didn't, I got to work from home and I didn't have to have my commute, which sometimes is up to an hour. (laughs) So that was definitely a silver lining. I realized I was getting so much more time with my kids and my partner. My mom moved here to help with the kids. I get to have my mom like way more than I would have. I know some of you might put that on the list, the other list, (laughs) but I love my mom and we've been having a great time. So I've been focusing on why is 2020 a great year? A year that helps me to work on my flexibility, that helps me build my skills of resilience. There's always some, if you need help finding the silver lining, just message me. I'll help you. I'm very good at this. One thing I've had to learn to do is to keep my thoughts inside my head until someone invites me to share them with them. Um, Because I have found, like, like Rachel House was saying, that people are frustrated by it. But I'm very happy to shift my perspective on that and now see it as a superpower. So one thing you can do when you are trying to shift that perspective is think about what would make the opposite true. So for example, let's say that you have someone said something to you and you got very upset by it and you maybe felt disrespected. You can ask yourself, okay, well, what if what they said wasn't disrespecting me or um, wasn't even about me, <laughs> right? Because usually it's not. I, that's my perspective is when someone says something really hurtful to me, my first thought is, wow, they're going through something. There is something going inside on inside them that's not great. And they, and that just came out at me, but I know that it's not really about me. And that really helps me to separate from that. Um, I did the example with 2020 instead of saying, instead of trying to prove that 2020 was a terrible year, how can I prove that 2020 was a great year? Um, So just kind of thinking, okay, what's the opposite of what I'm saying and how can I prove that instead? Because we do have something called confirmation bias. We will see proof to whatever it is we believe. And that is how limiting beliefs cause us to self-sabotage because sometimes we're not even aware of those beliefs that we hold deep down and then they will affect our behavior. So even though we've made this New Year's resolution to start working out every day, if we don't believe that we are worthy of taking the time to spend ourselves to keep for our health, then then our actions will will say otherwise. We will do things that will make it so we miss our, our workout. And that is all work in limiting beliefs. And um, if you want to dive into that more, you can check out my Mindset Makeover course. Uh, I guide you in short videos through discovering your limiting beliefs, how to clear them, uh, and then so much more. Shifting your perspective is not easy work, and it doesn't come automatically. It will, though. Once you, once you start training your brain to think like that, it will get easier and easier, and it will become, well, a habit. It will be just the way that you process the world. But while you're working on it, some tips to help you 
are to surround yourself with people who have the perspective that you'd like to have. And it doesn't necessarily have to be people in person. If you don't know anyone who does have that perspective in your life, you can find audiobooks, podcasts. I'm listening to those every single day because I want those words of motivations and insight and perspective in my head. I want new ways to think about things. I want things that are going to challenge me, challenge my assumptions, and make me think differently. And then also a motivation for seeing the silver lining is that you just feel better. (laughs) I mean, who loves feeling frustrated, angry? I know I don't. I don't want to feel that way. And so when I get really angry at someone, they're not suffering. I'm suffering. I'm the one sitting in that nasty feeling and it just doesn't feel good. And there's nothing I can do to change them anyways. The only thing I have control of is myself and my actions and my responses. And so I shift my focus that I don't focus on what's making me mad about the other person. I focus on what I need to be happy and how I can change my surroundings or my thinking or my behavior to feel better. Hi friends, I just wanted to take a break from the episode to let you know that if you need help with building good self-care habits, I invite you to talk to me about my next challenge group. I will set you up with home workouts and incredible nutrition programs and a community to support you. And if you need help with shifting your mindset, you can reach out to find out about my mindset coaching services. You don't have to do this alone. In fact, I know in my case, I found that it's best if you don't. Getting outside help can open your mind to things that you don't see on your own. All right, back to the episode. I was actually just reflecting on my ability to let things slide off of me and realizing that now I rarely get really angry or frustrated by others. That was not always the case. I used to get extremely frustrated and angry and 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 was swayed by other people's emotions, just affected by other people way more than I needed to be. And so I was trying to think, okay, so what has made the difference for me? Why do things that used to annoy me not really annoy me anymore? And I realized that it is it is not only just a shift on my focus, I do focus on what I can control um, and look to myself in every situation. Even if it feels like the other person is the one that really wronged me, I still look at myself and say, what did you do in this situation? Because that's what I can control. But really, <laughs> the biggest thing, you guessed it, meditation. That changed so much for me in how I respond to situations. It changed so much to me in how I perceive situations. I used to not even have enough time to really think about what was going on. It was like it was almost like the world was moving almost faster than my brain and I would just react. But once I started meditating regularly every day, even for short just shorts, usually it's only about 20 minutes. Um, and sometimes even less, that is when it was almost like the world slowed down and I could see things coming at me and be able to think about it before I even responded. I can't quite explain why it did that, but that is how it changed my brain. 
it seriously made me so chill. <laughs> I mean, that's how I first realized the effect of, of it because I was doing these breathing exercises and core work to rebuild my core after a C-section. And it was my homework. It was like I had to breathe in. And, and when I breathed in, I like relaxed all my pelvic floor muscles. And when I breathed out, I pulled them in. And I just did that for five minutes every day. And a couple weeks in, I felt so chill. And I was like, what is different? Why do I feel this way? And realized, oh, when you're doing those exercises, you are meditating every day. And that was like the beginning of it for me. So when a situation occurs that is not what I planned and it upsets me, I do let myself feel angry or sad or whatever emotion that that situation brought up. But then I let those feelings go and I focus on what good I can get out of it. That shift in perspective gives me hope. (laughs) And hope is what is so important. When I really see people crumbling, I don't know what other word to use for it. What I recognize is that they've lost hope. And so in our conversations, I try to find a way to bring them back to hope. You have to have hope for the future, hope that things will get better when things are bad. And the more I do it, the easier it gets. And if I've ever struggling, I remind myself of situations that felt absolutely horrible and like I had no way out and remember that now I am benefiting from everything that has come from that from everything I've learned from from the work that I put in being even feeling proud of myself for like coming out of something like that and that knowing that that there are benefits from the things that even the things that feel so horrible that is what gives you hope and and helps me to like keep going I mean they say hindsight's twenty twenty, so if you can just remember that like I will look back on this and I will see the benefits that I gained from it. So like four and a half, five, four and a half, five years ago, I was seriously anxious and depressed. I had a C-section where they overdosed me. And so it was a really hard recovery. My marriage was ending. I really felt like I was trapped and there was no way out and nothing had turned out as I had planned. I was so sad inside. And now, from that, like if that had never happened, I would not have found coaching this incredible group of humans that I am surrounded by every day, this incredibly fulfilling job where I can help people get started on a health and fitness journey or attack their limiting beliefs and find the belief in themselves to actually manifest the life that they want. I mean, it's so fulfilling and I wouldn't have any of that. If I hadn't gone through my dark time, if I hadn't been on that journey, I wouldn't have my current partner. I wouldn't know myself like I know myself now. And that just makes me excited for the future. So when hard times come on, I do what Shalene Johnson says. I take notes because there will be people who will come to you in the place that you were at. And you can help them. You can tell them what you did or you can just listen and empathize. Because just knowing that you're not alone when you're in your darkest dark 
just knowing that you're not the only one feeling like that or that has felt like that makes such a difference. We have to connect in our darkness and move into the light together. That's what I have for you this week, friends. I hope that you have found what I, something in what I said helpful. If you did, please leave a review so other people can find this podcast, pass it on to someone you think needs to hear it, and I would love to hear what you thought of it. You can connect with me on Instagram at Lisbeth underscore Koning. Um, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, please scroll back, check them out, and I hope that you go into this week and take a moment to really think about each situation and how you might shift your perspective and focus on the silver lining, on the positive, and start building that superpower that Pollyanna has.